Cool Sports podcast. This is Liz, and I'm here with... You're here for me. This is basketball season. This is basketball season, playoff season. We um, apologize for being a little late with our recording. I was out of town over the weekend, and then work stuff happened, and, you know, life, life happens, and here we are. The play-ins have already started. The um, Raptors have been eliminated. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have to lead with that, didn't you? Eh? Yes, yes, it's I mean, on my list. Delete it. This is not a safe the space. Not the Lakers no. beating Minnesota. Nothing. No. Not it has to be the Raptors winning the play. No, not Atlanta winning. Not yeah. You know, but I don't know what I didn't even stay up and watch the game the second game last night. It was on I was too tired. I well Canadian Canadian boy won it for OKC. So Okay, well there you go. It is a safe space, so let out all your feelings. Let out just tell tell us tell us how you feel. How you doing after that? Well, uh, they didn't have a great season. I didn't see a great deep playoff run anyways. So I don't feel bad that they're not in the playoffs or they lost yesterday or even how they lost. It was, it was an encapsulation of their season. Yeah. When they're good, they're really good. And when they're bad, they're really bad. It was a rough night for Raptors fans. Yeah. No, not really. I think everybody kind of expected the same thing. The letdown for the whole season, it just was the same game. It was so much potential. If that was them playing Boston, they could have beat Boston. Because for some reason, when they play good teams, they play the 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Really good teams. The Bulls are pretty good teams. Yeah. Not taking anything away from the Bulls. Yeah. So so what did you think about uh, DeMar DeRozan's uh, uh, offspring and uh, her, uh, what was it? Her, like, heckling? Scream? Her scream? She just screamed every time they shot. I mean... That happens hundreds of times. I think because they were missing the three throws, people paid attention a little bit more. I think I don't. I don't think her scream is what got into their head. I think when whenever they start playing bad or a team starts making a run or a push, yeah, and starts closing the gap, they get into a selfish way of playing basketball. Fred VanVleet and hey, okay, you point it. out. The- He's the he, he is the point guard and the leader of that team. He has a ball in his hand. Yeah. So if you can't get your troops together to play the way you were playing in the first half, that has to fall on you. Yeah. Like, I, you know, he played really well the first half. I was like, oh, man, this guy knows what he's doing. He's ready. He has playoff experience. He's, you know, he looked really good. And then I don't know what happened in the second. I, I just, like, I'm like, well, okay. So, go? like, what happened? So there's two things here. One is that, they were tired. They were super gassed. They didn't yeah. use their bench. There was a point yeah. where they were up by 15 or 19 or something. And Billy Donovan pulls Damar, mm-hmm. pulls Pat Bev, and probably most of the starters, I think, got pulled at that time. And just left Zach Levine on the, on the floor to basically ISO every time he came down the court. Yeah. The Raptors decided they're going to match them by having all small players on the court but your advantage and how you beat most teams is um is by using your size 
Mm-hmm. Right. But you didn't. You took it away. Your only advantage was your size. You got sized at every position. Mm. And you didn't even use that to your advantage. That's my rant about the Raptors. Let it out. Just let all the frustration out. You know? But again, I wanted them to blow this team up. Yeah. If you ask me honestly, I always talk about like, when are we going to say, okay, the run that we had with these guys was great. But in order for us to move forward, we need to put the ball in, in, maybe Scotty Barnes' hands and we need to live with what what comes with that. Well, and I think they need to, I mean, Nick Nurse is maybe checked he's out. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. You don't think he's leaving? No. You think it's like the other think, players are leaving? I don't, I don't think, here's my thing. The Raptors have two choices here. Either way, by default of the CBA, you're going to lose players, right? Right. You're not going to be able to have Supermax play it like more than two, I guess. Right. Or maybe one and not somebody higher. So right. either way, you're going to um, you're going to lose some players. Siakam? No, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. I wouldn't take... Okay, so here's my thing. Tell us who you want to take. My take is if you're, if you're not in the top five, I mean, you could deal, deal Siakam at the trade deadline if you want. Or if you want to get rid of him just to get rid of him, you could get rid of him and see if you can get a high draft pick mm-hmm. in the draft coming up. If you're total tank, right? Yeah. Um Masai's not a tank guy. Right? He doesn't okay. like the feeling of the tank. They did it in Tampa because they just didn't want to play playoff games in another country. That's mm-hmm. not Toronto. They had no home court yeah. advantage. So why would you want to go to the playoffs? Siakam missing those three shots to tie those two shots to tie the game, those three throws, will put him on a redemption path. So you'd want to see what he looks like next season. Maybe. He's going to spend the whole season with his in his head. Okay. About like getting better and getting stronger. You know, I'm going to bring up the missing the three throws, the, those two free throws things. Actually, and I, and and yes, Siakam, maybe he's going to get better and redemption. He does need to, you know, do all of that. But I, can we talk about the free throws for a minute? Because this really, not in this game, but across the board. So if you've been watching any like Cavs games, they all, they're like Donovan Mitchell is consistently missing the second free throw. And, we've, you know, he's definitely doing it on purpose to get the rebound. So when I saw Siakam do the same thing, like, I'm like, okay, is this now the new strategy that what, I mean, I don't think it's a new strategy, but it, are you going to start seeing that more common where they're going to miss the second free throw? Because then if you get the rebound and get, and you get the rebound and you make the shot, you potentially win the game if you're not going to tie the game, right? So is this like, was Siakam, I guess, missing those because he just missed them or Okay. Was it a yeah, little more? I, I understand what you're saying, but the, the reason that they were missing so much three throws, especially in the fourth quarter, right, was because they were so tired. Okay, okay, so you're that's you don't think it was a strategy thing. I'm just no, no, there no were a couple times where he made the first one and, and didn't make the second. I really think Nick Nurse is a great coach, okay, okay, but I think the problem and the, the problem that the Raptors had this season was. They had no bench. There was nobody off that bench 
that was good enough. Yeah, they seemed very fair, like stripped down of a, as a team um, as far as the quality of players that they had. Gotti's not there yet to carry a team. He's still a rookie. Like he's only in his second year, so he's still got time to go. I just don't think any of the other players are really your like leadership players that are going to take you very far. Like Van Vliet, I like Freddie, but I don't think he's that player. You know, same with Siakam. They're all really good role players, but you're, you don't have that leadership player. And like, it was just a team of role of like really pretty good role players. And that's it. And, but, but, but that's, that's my feeling. That's not, it's, it's not a bad thing. No, right? no, but in the, the problem NBA, is, it's not even the role players. What, the problem is, is who are you? Right. right? Because, when the Detroit Pistons won a championship, they won it with role players. That's true. That's they true. They won it with, right? A I lot mean, of championships have been won with role players, right? Okay. You have superstars. But the thing is, when you have a team that doesn't have a person like a Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, you can give them the ball. They can create space and get their shot off right. 99% of the time. Right. When you don't have that player, the ball has to move all the time. Proper screens have to be set. The ISO ball doesn't work. Right. But when the Raptors get wrecked, they turn to like, let me see if my abilities can get me in a basket. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it does not. Most times it doesn't. <laughs> last night. Um, but, you know, I have to say, this was me last year when the Cavs actually had a good, you know, a pretty good season. And then at the end, just kind of, well, they got hurt at the end and then lost in the play. And so, my heart goes out to you. Um, the play. No, I, I, no, there's no, 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 no. There's no love loss here. Okay, that's true. That's true. There is no love. Doesn't loss. matter. It's it's for me. It's it's how you lose, right? They lost how they played all season. So I didn't expect anything more. As a matter of fact, I called the loss with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because but it, it came was- down the court. Came like on the court, and we were chatting. They like, did nothing on the offensive end to score, yeah. and I'm like, "Okay, the game is done. You guys don't want to win, yeah, yeah, because all first half, every time Scotty Barnes went to the to the basket, he posted up the smaller player, one or two dribbles, and shot the ball over them. They have the advantage with height all the time, so I don't know why they went small." Right, because when they go small, sometimes Scotty has to handle the ball. Well, I, I wasn't. I mean, I feel like that's a coaching thing, though, right? So, what was the coach? What was like? Anyway. He doesn't trust his players. He doesn't trust enough that I could put these bench guys in. But here's my thing: you don't trust your bench because you don't think your bench is that good, right? You were up 19. Even if you put your bench in, and they let them go on a 10-0 run, you're still up nine. Oh. Yeah, right. So let your other right? players rest. You, put did, your... you didn't put your, you kept your starters on. Yeah. And they still lost that 19 point lead. And now the guys that you need to score are gassed okay. and tired and you have nowhere to go. Yeah. What Billy Donovan did was smart. No matter what the score was, he put the guys that he wanted in the fourth quarter on the bench, rested them, and they were so fresh, Raptors couldn't do nothing. Right, right. I mean, that to me is so, just 
I mean, because what did he have to lose, right? He didn't, he didn't, this I is, guess he, is, he didn't have anything this, to lose. So. so Billy Donovan was like, I want to win this game and I have to outsmart my counterpart. Yeah. Right? And Nick Harris was like, if we don't win, there's no game tomorrow. So we're going to ride it till the wheels fall off. Two different sides of coaching. Yeah. Granted, if they made four, six more three throws, we're not even having this conversation. Right? <laughs> so, like, they could have won the game with those, no problem. I mean, you know, well, then then it was DeMar DeRozan's daughter and her screams that won the game. A little bit of which I, I, I said uh, she, cur- she put a curse on the team. Just a little witchcraft well, there. Listen, if you can't beat the player that you, you've come on the team to be the next of, then we have an, we have a problem here. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, but again, but Demar's been having a good season, right? He had she's had two good see, seasons. It's 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 a, it's a wild thing because Demar and Zach Levine are probably two of the best players to create space. They hit good mid range. Levine could hit threes from anywhere. His lift, he gets up higher than anybody. And they drive to the basket. You can't. But what I don't understand is why they stopped double teaming DeMar. Can't answer Right, And the reason why they stopped is because they were gassed. They were tired. They were tired. I can't. Yeah. In Scotty Barnes' press conference, that's what they asked him. He's like, maybe I need to work on my conditioning to play the way that I want to play, which is 100% on both ends of the court. There you go. That's a key thing right there for me because. Okay. That means all of you guys need to do that. When the Raptors won the championship, they were in the best condition. Like, like Fred and Pascal were in the best condition because Lowry, Kawhi, Danny Green, those guys are, and Mark Gasol, those guys are really good conditioned players. Yeah, right. So they had veterans that were, and they're the veterans now. And maybe. They just can't handle that veteran space that much. Yeah, so. no, this is what I feel like. Yeah, maybe I guess me using the superstar, like there's no like leader on the team. Like the Cavs don't really have any more veterans. I mean, they got Danny Green, but they don't really have the like someone to handle that space really right now. And it's an area where they've str- struggled, but they have some other like really good players. And I think that they've done well conditioning like Mobley's gotten bigger over the season. You're like, he looks bigger than he did at the beginning of the season. So obviously he's like in the gym and stuff. So, you know, I don't know these these guys, um, but moving on to talk about some of the other (laughs) teams, we've got one more play or two more play in games. My one brother is going to be at the game on Friday in Minnesota that the Minnesota will probably lose. I'm assuming, um, I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, we've got Miami and Chicago. So who knows if Miami, I don't know who's going to win that one. So, and then the playoffs start on Saturday. So we're, we're down to the wire. It's going to be interesting playoffs. It is. It's, I love the Memphis Lakers changing other guard. Yes. Morant and LeBron, which, but he's not going to, I don't think, I don't think Memphis is going to beat them. 
it, LeBron, when he turns it on, is hard. It's hard. Yeah, but who's but the thing is, who's guarding Anthony Davis? Right. Right. You know, like LeBron is older, but yeah, maybe Memphis could win, but I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a hard, it's a hard, this is where the play-in gets interesting, right? Not, not like where the play-in tournament, where you start to get some low, low team now could go fairly far. Like a Le- Lakers that were in the play-in could make it to the, you think they could make it to the Western Conference Finals? Mm. Listen, man. I never I'll count let, LeBron out. That's true. I know. I know. You can't count. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I will count that guy out. <laughs> um, it's it, both sides. Both both are interesting. I like the Nets Sixers matchup is interesting yeah. too. I think um, have the that. Suns versus the Clippers, Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant <laughs> finally in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like your 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 wet dream come true. Yeah, but de- but definitely I love the, the when they're talking to Russ, he's kind of like people think that there's a beef here. There's no beef here. We're we're cool, you know. Yeah. I wish him the best, and it's good because, but on the court they'll compete, and yeah. they, you could tell that's probably more of the friendship part because they compete that heavy against each other. Yeah. And um, then you've got uh, sac- what Sacramento, Sacramento, and sac- Sacramento. That's also I find like an interesting one because a little bit of a changing of the guard, maybe like no, no. You think Golden no. State's gonna take it? Yeah, that's a that's an easy one for them. You think it's easy? I mean, Sacramento's yeah. kind of sneaky good though. In the regular season, you don't think now? Okay, okay, no. we'll see. Because you gotta you gotta remember too. This is a Golden State team that's played basically the whole season with Steph going down with two bad injuries for a long time yeah. and not having Andrew Wiggins for two months. He's playing in game one. Right, right. And that's going to make all the difference because you don't have to rely on Jordan Poole when he gets yeah. into the place where he wants to shoot. All oh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins is going to play. Okay. Right? Yeah. So Wiggins is there. It, it, it's a it's a different. It's not the same Golden State team that we've seen all season. It's like they're they, not actually at full strength. So that's going to be tough. That's a tough matchup at one eight. Is a tough matchup. Like you don't normally get a like who's guarding like a like you normally don't get a eight seed with a much lethal power as the Warriors have. Wait, are they the eighth seed? I thought they were no. Oh, they're seven. Sorry, they're seven. Sorry. Yeah, because because yeah. they're not. They'd be playing yeah. Denver. Who's Denver playing? Yeah. Oh, Denver's playing whoever. No, they've got to be. They've got to be a a, a six. Two and, it's two and two and two and seven. Oh, two and right? seven. Did they win the play? Yeah. No, no, no. Because seven and eight have are the play-in teams. Yeah, but the, but go, but no. So I go to say the six, three and six. Yeah, yeah, three and six, three and six. Yeah, okay. that's six. what I was saying. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm but getting, again, the plan gets me confused. Again, if you if you have if if Andrew Wiggins is playing, yeah. and you don't have Steph go down with those two injuries, they're a top seed in that in the in the West for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yet, Steph. So Steph went down twice. So Steph is going to be back for the playoffs. Oh, he was he was back before it. Oh, he was back. Well, he, okay. Yeah. Before, the, the injuries that he had, they were pretty bad. Yeah. Right. Like, so yeah. it's, you know, you don't have him for a couple. And once you don't have him, yeah, 
teams smell blood in the water, right? right. And every team's been healthy. Right. Um, right. I think the, the part for them is like Mike Brown is coaching Sacramento. He just won coach of the year or some coach thingy. I don't know if it was coach of the year, but it was something. But um, he he was the assistant on Golden State. So there's and a, he, there's I mean, a, he was, he's been coaching for a long time. He's been a Cavs yeah. coach. So, so he's got he's got chops. He's good. He turned that team around. So, it's going to be good. It's a good test for Golden State. I think so. But it's it. I think if they make it out of that first round, I don't know who they play next. But somehow, some way, they have to meet Memphis. If Memphis wins, right? That's a series I want to see again. Mem- Wait, so, Memphis and Golden State? Yeah, a rematch, yeah. a little rematch there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Draymond yeah, and sure. Dylan Brooks. Don't yeah. we all want to see that? Well, maybe, maybe we'll Dylan, get that. I don't listen, man. I love the, I love the Canadian boy. But talks a lot he talks a lot of a lot of shit. I, but not on the court. That's my problem. Like you could talk back and forth on the court all day. It's when you start talking in like the press game when nobody's around and you're not in someone's face. That's when I'm just like you're acting like a punk. But yeah, it should be should, should be this playoffs will probably be one of the best. I know. I think there's some really interesting matchups. Like um But also on that same note, it could also be a disaster. Because some teams that are in there just had good seasons. We don't know if that's going to transfer over to. Are you, are you trying to suggest something? Are you trying to suggest something about uh, the Knicks? Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the Knicks like just had a good Atlanta. Season. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Atlanta! Oh, sorry. Right? Um, <laughs> did I? I was like, I wait, think, did I make that sound on a podcast? I am not an Atlanta Hawks fan, by the way. I think. Yes, Sacramento deserves like, the hard work. They are where they are, but I don't think they're they're going to be that good. See, Sacramento is where how the Raptors were before Kawhi. They get a good regular season spot in the playoffs, but can they but actually can ascend? they ascend to that next level? Then nobody, none of the players that have been on that team have been in the playoffs. No, well, at least they don't they don't have to play LeBron first. So, <laughs> yeah, we probably have to play him sometime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little ner. I am nervous about the Cavs playing the Knicks. The Knicks have the Cavs have not played well against the Knicks in the regular season. Um, they just but haven't. See, but, but but here's the thing: it it matters. Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. Who's going to shed the bad playoff experiences? Brunson, I think, has an up a little bit of upper hand because he's been into like some seven game wars with Luca in right. Dallas. Right? right, so, and I think a lot of pressures on Donovan Mitchell. A lot of pressures on him. Right, so like, if he can yeah. like elude the pressure, I think they'll. I think they'll be good. I think yeah. they. I think they have a good chance. But the pressure is the the part that worries me the most. I agree. I agree. Oh, we yeah. Got Ten minutes left. Um, there were a few other things. What was on my? What else did I want us to talk about? Um, no, I mean I think we're covering it. There was you know, a few other sports world things we talked about last time. Um, women's like the women's sports. Um, we were both very wrong in our predictions of the um, NCAA championships. 
and all of that. Oh. Well, we thought that Caitlin was going to be good. Yeah. And she was not. Pardon me? No, no, not a point. Uh, yeah, we thought Caitlin was going to be good and she wasn't. Yeah. Not her fault. Um, Trash talking is a whole different kind of game. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't, you know, the responses of people being like, you know, one one person could trash talk but not the other. America reared its ugly head again. Yeah. Well, twofold. Um, but America reared its ugly head when it comes to race. It also reared it as any oh, oh anyone who's played any women woman who's played women's sports knows like they come down harder on women um in beha- when in terms of behavior. So you will get fouls and technicals or in my case, I play soccer, yellow cards much faster for much less um, than men will. So you'll have your, you know, you could curse on the field, like when I played high school and we'd get a yellow card. The guys were cursing all the time. Do you think they were getting cards for that? No. So there's, there's a way they treat the behavior of women. And then that is amplified when you add race into it. So it's just really um, something that I think needs to be addressed, and I hope that the discuss I, I hope the discussion starts to happen now that we're having games on being watched on a bigger level with bigger audiences and all that. So exactly. So I think I think I think it. it I'm not saying that it's tough. What has to happen is there needs to kind of be and this is referees across the board in every sports mm-hmm. they need to figure out how you hold account the accountability of these refs to call the game the right way yes. right there's no accountability anyway so anywhere yeah. in any sport right hockey might have the most because the refs are like probably like the smallest piece to the puzzle because the game moves without them you know it's offside you can see it clearly right. it's a little bit more clear Right. Soccer gets a little the because because and and because and like football, because the players are all wearing fully masked and they're fully equipped, they it's it's you, you is a different line. I think refs get personal with players that they could see their face, get in their face because you realize like sports like basketball, both sides men and women, it's like I'm refing this game and I'm making maybe couple thousand dollars you're playing in this game and you're making a hundred thousand dollars right that disparity causes that like why are you complaining you're a billionaire millionaire whatever right right, right. You know what I mean? so that disparity i think is 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 tough but i think they do i think they need to, to really sit down and evaluate the refs it's right women's sports now you're going to start to see it after this whole thing happened yeah People are going to start to pay attention to it more. So hopefully it gets addressed. Yeah, because I think it was pretty like blatant of like, okay, wait a minute. Like what's going on here? I mean, we used to get, like I said, when I was in high school, we used to complain about it all the time. We were just like, you know, like the guys get away with everything and we don't get away with anything. Um, And it was just like, you knew it was like, they had this expectation for your behavior that 
when women did it, it just seemed so much worse to them. And I saw that when I watched the game, I saw the exact same things. And like I said, and then you add in race and you've got a massive problem, you know? And so I hope, like I said, I hope it gets addressed. Um, But I loved seeing how many people watched the game and were talking about it and were like advocating for the players. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Um, And after that came out an article in the New York times about (laughs) now there's a, and I can't remember where it's at, but a woman's sports bar where they just play women's sports. Yeah, I see that. That's pretty interesting. I was like, it's interesting. Although the one thing I will say is I still think that it's that women's sports need to be played a lot or viewed and given a platform alongside men's sports. So you get, um, like, I think it's cool to have your own sports bar, but I just want to be able to walk in a sports bar and see like, you know, both games on TV. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Not favoring one or the other. But we'll see. Maybe that'll happen. Um, Is there anything else? So we're going to go into the playoffs. We'll probably do another one. Talk again on. Let's do one on Monday. So we get the the first each. Okay. We're going to do one on Monday. Okay. We'll do one on Monday. We'll be back. (laughs) Do it then. As long as uh, we're not too busy with work, or maybe if we are, even we'll still do it. Um, yeah. We'll get all the games in. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And that is all for we're still. <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm going to have to edit this. That's all for Still Cool Sports. Right. We'll be back again. We're uh, Follow us wherever. Right? Or a baseball. We didn't even get into baseball to the new rules yet, but we again of how that's going now that you know the season's really started um so we've got a lot of things to talk about we'll be back and yeah just follow us subscribe to the podcast make sure you know where to find us and listen to us um wherever you listen to podcasts see you next time (laughs) 